But just the idea of like non-obedient data makes me very happy. Like I love, I love, I love that Christians think of data as potentially like uppity. Yeah. (laughs) That's amazing. Fake ones and twos. (laughs) Cypher just whipping the number pi. Your name is three. Your name is three. This is racially insensitive, but I'm getting paid. God awful movie. 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 Welcome back to the Gamcast, where each week we sample another selection from Christian cinema because Dan Carlin already had dibs on historical narratives. I'm your host, No Illusions, and sitting 700 miles to my immediate left is my good friend Heath Enright. Heath, welcome back. Thanks, Noah. So, um, you know who's a little tired? Who's that? Um, Eli. He doesn't He doesn't have the spoons this week. He's a little <laughs> tired, so... Let's let's do our best to pick him up. You know, like he's going to be more of a comedy anchor than normal. I think okay. we really need to, to pick right. up the slack for him. Will do. Will do. Cool. And speaking of which, sitting 900 miles to my northeast is my bad friend, Eli Bosnick. Other than the spoon thing, Eli, how are you this fine <laughs> afternoon, sir? <laughs> I am fantastic, Noah. Or as this movie would say, I am a diagnosed depressive in a dying medium, hoping I can establish financial security before the medium goes under. Wink. Wink. Sure hope I don't have to go back to being a waiter. (laughs) How clever and meta of you, Eli. So tell us, Heath, what will we be breaking down today? I don't have the spoons. I don't know. (laughs) I wish Eli wouldn't say things. Okay. Well, we watched Bible Man episode four. It's the story of, uh, I really have no fucking idea. Like there's supposed supposed to be a lesson about humility. I think it's hard to say the movie has a stroke at one point, I think. Um, <laughs> yes, yes. And it confuses itself with words that cancel each other out yep. about being proud and humble and godlike at the same time. It's it's really hard to... It's Christian Humblebrag, the movie TV show. Yes. <laughs> unaware of the meaning of any of those words. Yeah, it, there's an enormous number of words they are unaware of the meaning of. Um, all right, so Eli, how bad was this movie? Well, if you love gay cuck slash sci-fi porn videos, but you wish more of them were interrupted by a music video made up of the dialogue from said porn video, (laughs) you (laughs) will love this movie. Oh, hey, also, if you love it when people have a meta breakdown throughout the course of making a children's (laughs) television show, you'll love this. It's like if Barney the Dinosaur took off the mask in one episode and was just like, oh, oh, I'm going to molest people in a massage practice in 20 years. (laughs) (laughs) He did that. Google that. It was a lot like that, though, actually, in every (sighs) possible way. As a matter of fact, if you told me that that was how Willie Ames and the the crew sort of celebrated on rap night, um, I guess I couldn't argue. Okay, so is there anything you guys want to nominate this one for being the best at being the worst at? Yeah, I'm going to go with best worst understanding of computers. Ooh. So this movie thinks computers are like 
low level gods, I'm pretty sure. Like, <laughs> like computers are quantum warlocks who can manipulate the fabric of reality, sometimes for nefarious purposes. You know, like a Jewish person. They think computers are like a Jewish person. They're, they're the gods that the Old Testament God keeps talking about. He's like, eh, fuck you. Yes. <laughs> Turns out the Old Testament is just a recording of him at the Apple store in 2020. Just, well, oh, I got to sit back. To, uh, uh. <laughs> All right. So I was going to go with, and I changed this out at the last minute, but I'm going to go with best worst abs. Ooh. Okay. We'll get to it when we get to it, but. They said the nipples on Batman's suit were too much, and Willie Ames said, "Hold my juice box." <laughs> you know my how duels. You know how abdominus recti has a word that sounds a lot like rectum in it. We'll get to it. <laughs> we'll get to it. Uh, and again, I hate to be a broken record here, but best worst time to have a self-realization, i.e. in the middle of your propaganda children's show. <laughs> yeah, it's, of all of Willie Ames's mental breakdowns, this was perhaps the worst timed. Now we know what they were ADR overing yeah. in all the other episodes. <laughs> you know, kids, in God damn it, I was on Charles in charge. Just put Psalms 21 something over it. Yes. He's doing it again. <laughs> All right. Well, Willie Ames has some children to touch, and that can't wait for long. So we're going to pause for a quick break. And when we come back, we'll dive into all the grown men playing forts. That is Bible Man, episode four. Hey, podcast listener. You know, there are many milestones in creating a podcast. The first time you get a thousand downloads. That first Patreon dollar. But none of those are quite as legit as when the email hits you with your Squarespace offer code. That's right. After three years of fucking around, we are officially a podcast. Right. But rather than do our usual skit or song, we want to highlight what Squarespace does best, bringing great ideas to life. So here's the deal. We know you've got a great idea or business, and we know that Squarespace is the way to make it shine. So head over to squarespace.com slash awful for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use the offer code awful to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. And then when your Squarespace site is up and running, send it to us at godawfulmovies at gmail.com. And we will include it next time we have a Squarespace ad in a song so that everyone who listens to our show can find out about it, too. Because if Squarespace's beautiful templates, world-class design, and 24-7 customer support wasn't enough to get your great idea off the ground, send us an email with it and we'll help. So head over to squarespace.com slash awful and get your idea off the ground. Send us an email and we'll put your site in a song during our next Squarespace spot so everybody can know how excellent it is. Don't have an idea? Why not make a GAM tribute website? A Ray Comfort fan fiction portal. Or a website to host a certain ramen cooking show. The sky is the limit. Either way, we can't wait to see what you come up with. Squarespace. Think it, dream it, make it. Squarespace. <laughs> Mr. Ames. Uh, please, you can call me Mr. Willie Ames. Right. Ah. Cool. Okay, so cool. Uh, we said in the last meeting that uh, this week we tackle the question of Bible Man's sidekick. I thought we resolved that last week. Uh, I don't know. Um, you became convinced Larry stole your lucky bookmark and 
you derailed the meeting demanding he dance for you in penance, if, if you remember correctly. <laughs> That's right. I did. Yeah. Right. So about the sidekick. I was uh, thinking, how about a servile black man? Nope. Nope. And he desperately nope. wants to be just nope. like Don't me. Continue. But he never okay. measures up. And he could cook for me. He could clean for no, me. No, this is a no. Maybe call me Massa here and there. I was just no, thinking. It's uh, hard nose all around, Mr. Mm. Mr. Williams. Right. Two ideas. How about a computer that very clearly wants to fuck me? This is a kid's show, Mr. Ames. <laughs> sure it is. If this was a kid's show, would the outline of my penis be this obvious, Dave? Sir, I don't think Look you can it. have an African-American um, manservant or a sexually repressed computer as your sidekick. Mm, yeah, You know what? You're right, Dave. Whew. Okay, good. Yeah. We are going to do both. What? Now dance. Nope. Dance for me. Okay. Just a little. <laughs> You like this? You like this? <laughs> this is good dancing. Got hit by a waffle iron full of bees, right? And then we swing back over to Cypher, and he's trying on new unders. Oh, I'm sorry. Do you not like it when I start in the middle of a thought, leaving you thinking, shit, did my phone skip or something? Well, now you know how I felt at the beginning of this fucking movie. <laughs> anyway, so we're back for the breakdown, and Bible Man's fighting bad guys, goddammit. <laughs> and... We we watch them run onto the set. Yes, and then and then turn around and start running back the other direction. Like like people were going to be confused if they just started the scene from yes. inside a room. Like how did they, I mean. I mean, that makes it impossible to start the movie anywhere that's a physical location in the universe, doesn't it? <laughs> you will never convince me that this isn't just footage he had of one of his victims escaping. <laughs> and he was like, oh, let's use it in the movie. I got security cameras. So, yeah, we're zero seconds in. Bible Man's playing guns with two bad guys. And he's got a drone, a very poorly CGI drone next to him. This is the physical embodiment of his computer, Eunice. Yeah, there's two of them, so he's going to whip out his Eunice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he says to Eunice, he's like, initiate faith shield. <laughs> right, but that's not what it is. Like, she makes an actual, like, you know, force field shield. for. That's an evidence shield with, like, <laughs> real right. <laughs> Oh, I want a faith shield now where he's just like, faith shield, and she does nothing, gets shot in the stomach. <laughs> oh! Exactly. That, that's all you, bro. Just believe, man. I don't know <laughs> to be here. This is a bad way to learn three true things. <laughs> Ow, stop. Time stop. out. I'm doing a faith shield. Hold on. I'm going to get a faith shield going. Yeah, if we focus. all believe in the shield, then you'll just not fire because <laughs> you're dead. You guys are Heisenberging my faith shield away. It's you're being <laughs> negative. But the way, but now the thing is that's amazing about this is that just like in real life, the faith shield isn't enough, right? Faith is not enough for him here. So he says to Eunice, initialize multiple deflection sequence. To which she says, initializing multiple deflection sequence. And I'm like, hey, this is life or death. Maybe you should have short commands, right? <laughs> Acronyms, it's like trying maybe. to get Siri to tell you the weather when you've just been somewhere else. Siri, what's the weather? Weather in here, Chicago. Here. No, here. No, stop. Stop talking. Stop talking. Always here. 
Yeah, Always, what to, time is it now? <laughs> right. I, I, exactly. I had to give mine a guy voice so I didn't feel bad interrupting her. I was like, hey, so f- shut the fuck up, Siri. You're a dude now. <laughs> now, uh, apparently, by the way, the multiple deflection sequence that Bible Man has on his shields um, make lasers bounce around like Super Bowl until eventually they kill the people who fired them. Yep. And when I say kill, by the way, I mean kill. Like, he melts the humans into a green bubbly muck. Yeah, if you were worried <laughs> that uh, Bible Man didn't have enough gore, uh, yes. we're going to get some in this yeah. episode. <laughs> yep. Uh, also, hey, can we talk about uh, his new uh, Bible Man suit? Oh, costume? yeah. Yeah, no, everything's new. It's, it's Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I guess season one just crushed it. So now they have way more budget after their three year hiatus. Um, <laughs> and now he has a suit that's not like just a homemade Halloween costume from the Depression era. So that's good. But they got way confused. We already started to mention this earlier uh, about abs. He has way too many abs on this thing. <laughs> like, what? They're on his back. It's, They're on it's his... insane. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Willie Ames is like, I want 32 pack abs. Fucking figure it out. He's got abs in on his my dick contract. and abs in his eye. It's ridiculous. He looks like Grapes became a superhero. Like it's, <laughs> over, it's just, he's the Grapes Crusader. The models who do the beach body videos would be like, okay, you need to see a doctor, man. You have a weird genetic thing. <laughs> yeah. It's way too much. So yeah, silly. basically, it's like a tread that just runs all along the, the 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 bodice of his suit, basically, right? So yeah, and then of course he kills the bad guy, and Eunice is like, "Wow, that was fun melting those two human beings to death." And he has to go, "No, Eunice, violence is never fun," says the grown man who plays swords for a living when he can. How sad <laughs> is it, right, that this came out three years later? Think about it. That means that Willie Ames, like, wandered from studio executive to studio executive, sucking ever more diseased cocks with hopes of showing off these three shitty Fat Ryan dancing videos that he had, <laughs> convinced in his heart that more lay ahead for Bible Man. <laughs> Oh, God, I believe sad. in this goddamn project. <laughs> <laughs> also, it's like, so can we talk sad. about the weird beggy fuck buddy that wants to take things more serious way that Eunice initiates this conversation? Right? She's like, hey, this is great. We should do this more often. What are we? <laughs> I want a Bible man to be like, ooh, I don't like labels. What's that? <laughs> evil alarm. I am your evil alarm. Yeah. See <laughs> mm, the thing for me right now, where I am emotionally. Yeah. This is also where we get the first uh, Bible quote, which of course he does throughout. Yeah. We get uh, Psalm 3710. He's just deflector killed the two bad guys or whatever. And he says, Psalm 3710, in a little while, there will be no more wicked people. And does that sound like no. a fucking Bible quote? Like, <laughs> yeah, no, that's like, not it. Pretty Sunzeltons, no more wicked people. King, J- <laughs> like, no, no, it's it's actually close to right. But it's that's that's stupid. I think he was uh, mistaking it for uh, 
recording artist Uncle Cracker, who said, <laughs> in a little while, I'll be thinking about you. In a little while, I'll still be here without you. Oh. Could, yeah, could have been that. Maybe. I like Uncle Cracker. Actually, actually, at first <laughs> thought he said, pretty soon there will be no more Wikipedia, which <laughs> was even weirder. I don't know what, what he was picturing there, but yeah, no more wicked people pretty soon. I can see why the Christian might be pissed about that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, doesn't help him. All right, so now we move away from here. It's time to meet our bad guy who's looking in on one of those ubiquitous, omniscient crystal balls they hand out to all the Bible man villains. Has there been a single one that can't just see into his fucking hideout? I think he hands them out. Like, I think when they become a villain, he's like, Hey, do you want tapes inside my house? Oh, what? Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I've got some cameras set up if you want to watch me poop or, or plot. And he's like, um, uh, I don't need all the... Wow, 47 bathroom cams and two in the main lair. Can I just get the... No. All right. Yep. I'll take them all. And, and this bad guy, the, by the way, he looks like the tin man joined the Borg. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, they, like they they were just like brainstorming different stuff, and they just put it all together. Like, what should the bad guy look like? Everybody, just fucking shout him out. Uh, Roman centurion. Uh, uh, ste steampunk Star Fox. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Woody Allen. Great. Okay, no, yeah. we're, gonna do <laughs> we're done. Oh, we're done. I was well, about to yell dead body, but you said Woody Allen, so they. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, but honestly, my only note was, yeah, sure, he looks like Groot fucked Prince Humperdinck, but at least he isn't Jewish. Uh, he does have yeah. a sidekick. We'll get there. We're going to get to it. I hate him so much. He's just, he's like every actor in the 90s, I'm assuming, because he makes it about half a sentence before he falls into a bad Ace Ventura impression. Just like... <laughs> So just decade of directors off screen going like, don't say alrighty then, just please don't say alrighty oh, <laughs> then. Cut. What did all I right. say? So all then we then? get... <laughs> <laughs> so then we get the Miles Peterson had it all intro that we're so used to. And okay, so for whatever reason, we watched this on Pure Flix and the bottom of the screen, the whole time was blurred out, Right. Yep. Is this just for me or is this for everybody? That nope. Blurred out for me too. Completely okay. blurred, yep. So I didn't, I whatever for whatever reason, they had to cover something up on there, some logo or something they had to cover up or whatever. But I didn't notice it until this point. So there was like one actor whose name was blurred out on the credits. And I was just thinking that they were like, fuck that dude particularly. Um, <laughs> but no. A special was, guest appearance by family, funny man. Bill Cosby. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, get some blurry. Let's get some fucking blurry. <laughs> oh my God. Hey, Patreon goal. I know we were talking about like songs or something. Uh -uh. Next Patreon goal, we will sync Bill Cosby into this episode of Bible Man. We'll bring it all together. <laughs> <laughs> you need to get the zoop, scoop, gamble, babble, Theo. <laughs> That's right. Bill Cosby, everybody. <clears throat> Remember when those were the Bill Cosby jokes? What he yes. talked like? <sighs> it was a more innocent time back then. Women ruin everything. Sorry. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so now we're at Eagle Gate Manor, which is the douchey name they've given to Bible Man's hideout, apparently. 
And uh, we're here to meet Black Friend 2.0. Yeah, and he introduces, he walks into the scene by going, you had two guys on you at once? And I just wrote, man, I hate having these fights. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah, he says, you had two guys on you at once? I should have been there. Right? (laughs) I mean, that's an amazing start. And yes, a bunch of fights with Eli started like that in my experience. Absolutely. And then the next thing, Bible Man says back, you can only be in one place at a time, and the boys club needs you, which is yeah. an amazing follow-up to that first thing. <laughs> I had no idea what was happening, where they were going with the scene. It was disappointing where they went with it. Yeah, right. Well, so Cypher is arguing that he should be Bible Man's uh, sidekick, but Eunice, the computer, is also arguing for that, and they're having a fucking uncomfortable poly fight behind me at Denny's at this yeah. point. Yeah, I want to mute them all on Facebook right now. Just like, yeah. oh, okay. <laughs> this is none of my business. Boop. <laughs> all right, and so now we go over back to the bad guy's lair, and he also has a computer, and she's Jewish. So there Real. it is. It's the sidekick. All right. Who had fourth minute in the pool? type. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, I, I shouldn't have chose minute two. I shouldn't have chosen this stupid time. It's an well, evil I mean, computer. Based and, on uh, what we've seen so far, two was a good bad Eli. No, I mean, thank I mean, you. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, her name is Lucy, short mm-hmm. for uh, Lucy Jew, which is clever. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so the plan apparently is the Jewish computer lady wants to get the bad guy who is the Prince of Pride, by the way. That's the that's the main villain of this episode. Uh, and the two of them are trying to figure out a way to break into Bible Man's press conference and use a laser beam to make him more prideful. Mm-hmm. Uh, and But first they have to have a big messy fight about who got him the job as the Prince of Pride? Yeah. Right? It's like the episode of The Office. I expected someone to turn on a fluorescent beer sign at any point. I Honestly, I would watch an entire <laughs> show about this couple's unhealthy relationship. Now that I've captured you, Bible man, it is time uh-huh. to... Uh, oh, you? sorry, sorry. I mean, now that we've captured you, Bible Thank man, you. I can finally fulfill my evil plan to make all the children in the world hate Jesus. <laughs> You'll never get away with it. Wait, no, no, just sorry. Circling back. Your evil plan? Really? Bible really? man, I'm sorry about this. Lucy, really, right now? This this moment. Uh, no, no, the- no. It's it's fine. I didn't realize you came up with the evil plan all by yourself. No, go ahead. Continue. Lucy, we have a guest right now. Okay, so it's fine for you to degrade me in front of guests, but not for me to stand up for myself. Is that um, what you're saying? I'm sorry. Should I go? I feel like maybe I should go. No, it's uh, you know it's no. it's fine. No, it's stay. fine. Sit down, Lucy. You aren't standing up for yourself. You are being a bitch. Is what okay, you're name doing. calling. Name. What did Doctor Glauber say about name calling? I don't know. What did Doctor Glauber say about being a fucking bitch? Oh, you're such a big man, aren't you? You're showing off for your friends. No, uh, I want not you to guys, even my friend. Guys? guys? I'll, I'll, I'll show you what a big man I am. Uh, really? Good, fine. Go. Do it. Do it. Do you it right want, here. You want it right here? I want it so fucking bad right here, right now. <laughs> Ow. Okay. Ow. Okay. Oh, he's he's uh, fucking the computer. I'm... I'm going to go. There it is. 
I'm just mm, no. don't go. Nope. Lock eyes with me. Would love to go. <laughs> Well, yeah, and we also have to throw into this to this mix uh, uh, the Prince of Pride stoner gimp Ludacris, right? Yes! <laughs> Ludacris looks like the turtle from Finding Nemo dressed up as a medieval peasant. <laughs> <laughs> and was also part of a an orphan-themed boy band? Yep, yeah. I feel like. Which needs to exist. Like, that, that needs to be a thing. Yeah, I'm, the back alley boys. Yeah. The backstreet urchins. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, so much better than me. So, and <laughs> and of course they, they they have this little like you know whatever cliched bad guy moment, and then they have some evil cackling, and then the actor loses his goddamn mind, right? And has a the, breakdown about his career. Absolutely, it's it's the tail end of <laughs> Eli jokes that you guys don't get to hear. He starts talking about, and I'm a fucking loser, and this is stupid. I'm wearing spandex. And I got the makeup on, and I know that my character's going to get his ass kicked by that dumb fucking Willie Ames bitch. We, we never win. We put on makeup. We put, put on these stupid fucking costumes. He said he'd introduce us to Scott Bayo. That never happened. <laughs> I was supposed to be the snowman in Frozen, you fucking fat piece of shit. The old actors can't do podcasting yet because it doesn't exist. <laughs> Fuck. So... So meanwhile, back with Bible sell Man. cars for my dad. <laughs> <laughs> so meanwhile, back with Bible Man, um, Cypher wants him to get ready for his press conference. And Bible Man says, the Bible says not to be prideful or arrogant. And Cypher's like, I was just telling you about the fucking press conference, man. Like, were those just the words you were going to say regardless of what I said? Because they don't relate to my words in any way. <laughs> he doesn't want to get ready because it's arrogant. He shows up with his dick out, humble. <laughs> I didn't want to be prideful. <laughs> hey, everybody. <laughs> pants are for the pants are for the fancy. <laughs> why they're called fancy pants. <laughs> hey, man, why is your dick an innie? Shush. <laughs> All right. Well, you can say a lot of things about Willie Ames, but we know his dick's not in any. So it's an inverter, not a shower. Don't be. Yes. <laughs> He's no Scott Bayo, but we've seen this man's penis. All right. So now it's time for him to get ready to go. He has to put his armor on. And as he does, Eunice and Cypher have to say the name of each piece of his outfit in unison. Like they <laughs> need Morgan to sync up the tracks later. Oh, it is amazing. So, uh, GAM listeners, especially the new ones, you won't remember. Uh, we used to have a segment on Scathing Atheist called 30 Seconds on the Clock, which Keith and Noah were very good at. And I was, what's the word? Not. That's how they do their naming of things, is if they had zero good answers, they're like, way spelt of Christian truth. <laughs> also, yeah, breastplate of righteousness, the shoes of peace, the Shield Shoes of, faith. of peace. I mean, give me a fucking break. Shit, yeah. Like, like truth, right? Okay, the shoes of peace. Okay, well done, guys. They don't, they don't let you kick someone. He's trying. I'm sorry. These are the shoes of peace. I just stupid. Because you got with the shoes of peace. <laughs> they they definitely had a writer who was like, okay, listen, guys, I'm really good at like you know blank of blank type stuff. So just throw those at me. I'll fucking nail it. What do you need? Trust me, I can bring the funk. Shield of Faith. Didn't we use that three seconds ago? Yep. And wasn't it a different thing then? <laughs> mm. yeah. Okay. 
Do you know what alliteration is? I do not. (laughs) No, helmet of salvation. Helmet of salvation. Did you say salvation? No. (laughs) So you do know what alliteration is, but that's not helpful. (laughs) And then Bible man walks out and like after he's got the waist belt of truth and the breastplate of righteousness and all, he walks out after they've all said that. And then he says, and the sword of the spirit, which means he wouldn't let Cypher or Eunice say the cool sword line. He had to hold that one for his own. Oh, my God. I want to be at that table read where Cypher's got it. And he's like, and, this, and the sword of the spirit. I think, it's, I think it's better if I say that one, no, right? I feel like just for my character won't make sense if I yeah. don't say the one at the end. And that's the he only will. one we got alliteration on, too. I mean, so. I, it's, it's Bible Man, not Bible Man and Friends, right? We're not Josie and the fucking Pussycats here. <laughs> I'm Scooby-Doo. Oh, my God. I I have to point out here, too. So now he's in his outfit again, and we have a close-up of Willie Ames in the outfit. And I wrote in my notes, those are the saddest eyes and jaws I've ever seen poke out from behind a superhero mask. And for context, I've worked in Times Square. Oh, I have seen a Batman finishing a foot-long sub that someone else loaned him in the middle of Times Square, and it's got nothing... On Willie Ames. Anthony Bourdain would call a hotline for this dude. He'd be like, oh, you okay, man? Yep. I I have personally, and I think you guys too, been co-workers with a 350-pound Spider-Man in Spanish. (laughs) That guy was the best. He was actually the best. He was the best Spider-Man in terms of like his energy. But Absolutely. All right, so now guy. we cut He's to the press, dead, right? <laughs> Just like statistically. All right, so now we cut to the presser. Um, they're announcing this press conference that he's got. They're announcing that they're going to do a new Bible Man comic strip in the Shotsville Gazette. Right. <laughs> this is where it really hit me. Can we talk about the irony of a Fighting Pride episode in a show made, produced, directed, written, and starring (laughs) a guy who pretends to be a superhero of God? (laughs) Today's villain is Self-Delusion, starring Van Gogh. Great point. All right. So now also, apparently the comic strip that uh, the Bible Man comic strip that's going to debut this Sunday worldwide, apparently the Shotsville Gazette has worldwide distribution, you see, is drawn by an 11 year old kid. Oh, and honestly, this kid is such a better actor than anybody else in the show. It's embarrassing. Like he's guiding them through it like, hey, Williams, just. You and me, buddy, no cameras. Just relax. Bro. You and me talking. We're just talking. <laughs> Don't cry. No, no, you're good. You're good. A Bible man. Don't look at the cameras. Stop being meta. What did we say about that? Okay. <laughs> My name is Willie Ames. <laughs> <laughs> but just as we meet the 11 year old kid, this is Steven, the one that draws the comic. Just as we meet him, the bad guy shows up to use his secret laser beam to make the kid more prideful. Now, before he can get a shot off, though, Cypher, the sidekick, well, the would-be sidekick, shows up to pitch himself as the sidekick in the comic to the 11-year-old kid. 
Right. In, what? in the in the middle of the press conference. In the middle of a press conference, yes. And everybody is just like, what? And this is this like really long, awkward silence that I don't know. D- correct me if I'm wrong. That felt super racist, right? Absolutely. <laughs> like, nobody yes. nobody says anything overtly racist, but they're all just like <laughs> Black guy classic. Okay, back to real people talking in the press But conference. the behavior itself, he's like, hey, Steve, I'm a full grown adult, but will you make me Bible man's sidekick? Is this weird? I can get you porn, Steve. Hardcore stuff. I'm not talking about your dad's Playboys, Steve. I can get you pee. <laughs> you like pee? I can send away for whatever you want, Steve. <laughs> I have a supercomputer. So now, okay, so the press conference ends. There was one question in the press conference, by the way. The press conference was, hey, Bible Man, how awesome is it to be a hero? To which Bible Man says, no, no, that's God. God is the is the good guy. And then the press conference is over. That's all. And let's face it, what other questions could you possibly have here? And then they have to introduce another kid. This is Tyler because uh, Willie Ames has a minimum number of boys he gets to touch per episode, apparently. <laughs> Also because none of these movies, not one, can just name people normally. They were like, all right, we need the the names of two children. They were like, (laughs) Steven and Tyler. Don't say Tyler. Are you doing Aerosmith? Don't say Steven Tyler. Steven Anderson. Oh. (laughs) Baldwin. So... You want him to be Stephen and Baldwin? The two yep. characters? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Why not? Why not? Or Tyler. <laughs> All right. So just then, though, just as Stephen is meeting Tyler, the bad guy shoots the kid with his arrogance ray, and Stephen becomes a total douchebag. Yeah. And the evil thing he says is, no, I actually don't need any help with this project, but thank you. yeah right right (laughs) i wanted tyler the kid who asked to help out to instantly kill himself just like (laughs) (laughs) whoa that was fast (laughs) steven that's on you buddy (laughs) Uh, that was more of a baldwin thing than a tyler thing but that's cool that's cool someone's getting a tape So Bible man also gets shot with the uh, with the arrogance ray and his response is to turn to Cypher and say, hey, man, do these fake abs in my armpits make me look fat? Do I uh, am I looking OK? Guarantee you that was a retroactive edit like they had footage of Willie being like, I look good, right? Like these abs aren't stupid. Oh, <laughs> and they were like, just do a shot of him. My wife hit says with they were ray. stupid, but she was just trying to make me cry again. Right, right. Also, by the way, the uh, pride laser thing makes everybody flash red, like bright red over and over. Right. And I just wanted somebody to acknowledge that. Just be like, hey, okay, just real quick. Was that child that, you know, we're in charge of for today flashing right, right, like bright red just now? (laughs) Like the the weakness of a boss villain? I was just going to say, is Steven a boss who's about to be defeated? (laughs) Okay, no, but he's we, definitely flat. Like, like he just got turned evil is what it looks like. I feel <laughs> like, do you have evil nemeses? Because it's like you're wearing an absurd muscle suit and a cape. It just feels like. Oh, Cypher, you're so afraid of haints. Come on, back to the base. <laughs> oh, sorry. Sorry. No, this is just me. I was just, I'm being stupid. I'm being stupid. <laughs> All I'm right, black. So- 
<laughs> All right, so now we head back to Bible Man HQ. And Bible Man is going over the images of his super awesome comic character. Yeah, he's looking at sketches of himself, you know, like a humble person does. Right, right. He's got very specific. <laughs> Jesus. And by the way, like, like, let's just say it like these drawings are shit. Oh, my God. They're so bad. It's amazing. I thought, OK, yes, they were bad. <laughs> we all agree. So they but, all look like that kid who drew like Wolverine. OK, in middle school. But then he never gets better. And so yeah. he shows you it in high school and you're just like, hey, your the dad same. has a used car place, Maybe. right? <laughs> they didn't, they, maybe they didn't need to get better because they were really good to begin with in middle school. I don't know. So, yeah. So, but Bible man is worried that the drawings look too good because if he looks yeah. too good, it'll draw attention away from God and that'll be bad. Yeah, if I look too good, then that's bad. Willie aims to himself in the mirror. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is how much sloppy fat I was going for. I was going for this much sloppy fat because I don't want to be perfect. My fans are going to expect too much. They're going to want more dick and more dick abs if you draw it like that. They're just unrealistic, setting me up for failure. And of course, the the bad guy's looking in the whole time. Uh, and the stoner dude is worried because he doesn't think it's working because Bible man is still being humble. But the Prince of Pride explains that he's now being proud of being so humble. Yeah. Uh, also known as Christian, I think is what that's <laughs> yeah, Right. Exactly. It's almost like you accidentally proved that holding humility as a goal is necessarily self-defeating, pointless and impossible. Huh? Uh, oh, by the way, for apropos of nothing, the lady robot that works for the bad guy would like to fuck Bible Man. <laughs> what? They were sitting in the room after all the A shots had been done. Uh, can't help but notice no one explicitly <laughs> says they want to fuck me. And I was pretty sure I wrote on the whiteboard that everyone in every episode says they want to fuck me. <laughs> we'll write a line for the computer. Is it a lady computer? Yeah, it's a lady you computer. Took a shirt, man. <laughs> Is she a Jew? <laughs> sure. She's a Jew, Willie. She's a Jew. We'll make, a, make the computer a Jew. Okay, I'm okay with that. I'm going to let that go. I'm going to let that Writer's go. strike. <laughs> <laughs> Want to write for the Daily Show. All right, so, so now the bad guy teleports over to the boys club. All right, that, that cypher looks over. Apparently, that's where Steven draws the comic. And by the way, Steven has a sweet fucking office. Oh, my God. I expected Steven to have an intern to come in. He, like, slaps his ass, tells him to get him a coffee. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm setting up my new home office, and I'm thinking, like, fuck, I got shit on Steven. <laughs> but then Bible Man shows up, and they have this conversation about, like, maybe he looks too cool in the comics. And I don't catch a word of it because every time Bible Man moves, his suit creaks. Oh, Absolutely. And it is squeaky shoes levels of funny. Oh, it's it's genuinely hilarious. Again, if this were on purpose, it would be amazing parody because he's also not super mobile, 
with the 97 abs that they've rammed up his ass. So he's like, Stephen, I want you to know that I really think that you should move over to the end. I'm going to sit on this. I'm going to lean on this one butt cheek will move towards this desk now. (laughs) And am I wrong? He's way, way too hard on Steven, right? He like, really what do you is. think of my sketches? And he's like, well, Steven, it's dog shit. You should fuck yourself to death. <laughs> <laughs> Follow Tyler into the light, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah, right. I was going to say, speaking <laughs> of fuck yourself to death, this is where Tyler shows up with some of his sketches, too. I need to look extra medium. Are you fucking stupid? <laughs> what did I say? This is not going to work. Okay, fine. So nothing? You want me to draw, <laughs> draw you as a blur? What? Like, you enjoy his one hand clapping? What the fuck does that mean? <laughs> All right, I got a blank piece of paper. Tell me when I'm there. Good. Oh, okay. Yep. Got it. Now, and we should point out, by the way, that before all of this happens, the bad guy comes over and zaps the fuck out of this kid with the with the arrogance laser, right? Hits him like eight or nine good times, square in the face. <laughs> The laser hitting this kid is so weirdly violent. Like the kid takes a full. It's really fun to watch. Like I rewound. It's it's like Richard Spencer getting punched. Like you're not. Like we're not supposed to do that. But you got to admit how fucking fun is that to watch? Just absolutely. So, but then Tyler comes in with some of his sketches, and of course, at this point, Steven's so arrogant, right up that he's basically like, "Fuck you, eat my turd, motherfucker, eat." turd and then walks <laughs> off it's the best now bible man is suspicious though right so he calls cypher he's like i'm beginning to think a demon with superpowers and future tech is making the kid who draws my bible comic strip too prideful and cypher's like no that makes sense that's literally his line no makes sense makes sense Jeff Goldblum would have popped out of a trash can and been like, reaching <laughs> I'm a bad actor, I shouldn't be in movies and then Bible Man says, Eunice, engage multi-particle scanner. Because, yeah, because when you got to scan them one at a time, it takes forever, those particles. So particle scanners suck. <laughs> yeah, I, w- I wonder what they think those words mean. Like, what do they think right. a particle is? Or, it's unbelievable. or like, multi. <laughs> the particle scanner breaks the multi one. They're stuck with the old one. It's just like, like an abacus and a manual credit card swiper. <laughs> Willie Ames gets his hands stuck. Yeah, of course. All right. So, but of course, using his multiple particle scanner there, he can now find the bad guy. So it's lightsaber battle, Bible quote fight time. Or except Ray. at one point he goes, I'm a man in spandex. Do I look like I'm kidding? That's the greatest line. It's a weird... I wanted the villain to be like, no, dude, you look... You look like you're gay. I mean, okay. (laughs) So here's the thing, though. The the movie was being like... It kept doing that whole meta self-aware thing, but at a certain point, that's just lazy, though. Right? Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. If, like, if we stopped in the middle of this thing for me to say, like, hold on, let me... Let me bring up my gain a little bit. That's... That's meta. Technically, <laughs> either way, I'm going to try to use that all the time now. Just like I'm a man in spandex. Does it does it look like I'm fucking kidding? 
Can you see my dick? What do you think? I'm all the way serious. Does, does the Pope does this ship look- his spandex with his boner showing? No. Yes. Whichever it is. Yes. Does this look like a penis outline of a man who's not being serious? Do you um, like my jokes? No? Then I'm a provocateur. There we go. We solved it, everybody. <laughs> Give me back my Disney movie. All right, so the fight goes on for a while, and then the bad guy leaves because that's just how it goes in these uh, in these shows. So he, uh, Bible Man goes back to Eunice to get his dick checked out. Mm-hmm. And Cypher's pissed because he, quote, missed another fight scene. Okay, this movie's getting too <laughs> meta. Like, I was worried this movie was just going to keep up the meta and not stop. Oh, Bible Man, did you do another fight scene without me? Sorry, Cypher. A percentage of our audience is racist and doesn't like when you're in the show. I know, but every minute of screen time I get gives me more to scrape together for a reel in a desperate hope to escape this career path. Oh, oh, trust me, Cypher. This isn't a career path you escape. It's like quicksand. Moralistic propaganda quicksand that is always somehow too little money and too much time. You said it, Bible man. This is what Willie and I do instead of sex. Yeah, I don't think they know they're in a TV show, but then it's confusing because they're still using words like scene. So it's like they're on the third level bluff with Willie Ames. (laughs) Like he's in on the joke with everyone. They're trying to make him feel like that. Like, yeah, we're we're in a TV show. Wink. Right. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Huh? You're part of this joke. You get it. Oh, I hope you don't write me another thousand dollar check. Oh, no. That's my weakness. <laughs> Not another thousand dollar check, Willie Bible Man. No. <laughs> All right. So they're trying to figure out who this bad guy is. And then suddenly Bible Man has a thought. He says, wait a minute. He called himself the Prince of Pride. Maybe he's. The Prince of fucking Pride. Yes, good, excellent. That's correct, Mr. Ames. Well done. And then, of course, he has to call upon Eunice to read him some Bible verses. And also scan for cranial disturbance, which she's unable to identify. His head hurts, and she scans it for cranial disturbance. I wanted her to be like, Charles in Charge got canceled. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I only bring it up because, like, It occurred to me as we were watching this one in particular, Bible verses in Christian movies are like tech babble in Star Trek, right? (laughs) It's just like meaningless word salad followed by a a person saying, you mean very clear thing that isn't implied at all by any of the words that you just said? Yes, that's it. Exactly. And then he sends Cypher away so he could be alone in prayer. And look, I'm about to have my second anniversary. I've been with my wife for almost seven years. I know the how long are you going to be out of the house? Do I have time to jerk off talk? Okay. He's like, oh, Cypher, why don't you go pick up some uh, milk? I'm going to say milk. And eggs. And eggs. Eggs. 18 of them, though. You can't go to the gas station for 18. You have to go to the grocery store. Are you Um, serious? Look at my spandex boner. Do I look serious? Get the fuck out of here. Do I look like a man who's going to leave all his cum in his suit? Is that his thing? If I didn't realize that was a look until you said that, but yes. You want to pray back to back together? No, okay, just get the fucking eggs. Just I'll get, get some eggs, eggs. goddamn it. I'll, I'll pray and you watch. <laughs> yeah, and by the way, at this point in the show, 
Eunice just sums up the story in her Bible log because she knew that I would need to take several long breaks before I ever got this far. <laughs> so then we get uh, the, the following day, Bible man still in the corner praying when Cypher interrupts him. <laughs> he goes, sorry, I was praying on and off all morning. Sorry, on and off? Like you needed yeah. refractory periods for some water? <laughs> you had to switch over to some dark web prayers? What's going on, man? <laughs> and when, when Cypher sneaks up on him while while he's allegedly praying, Willie Ames literally jumps in fear. Yes! Like, he, he might as well yell, black guy! Oh, sorry. sorry, sorry. <laughs> actor, you're an actor in this TV show. Stand my ground! Stand huh. my ground! I mean... <laughs> <laughs> Sword of the Spirit. Um, so, all right. So they're talking about the goddamn comic strip uh, for a while. And Steven still doesn't like the sidekick idea. Cypher being in there. Steven has his own idea for a sidekick. But they're building a lot of suspense over it or whatever. And just then, Bible Man gets an emergency message from the newspaper. Dude, emergency message, by the way, in this universe is just a voicemail. Yeah. Are we supposed to think that the newspaper guy also has a supercomputer? Like, how is he leaving a video voicemail to his face? Just like, here you go, in case you need me. This computer takes up two floors of a room. Yeah, you know, just in case. Need to send me a text or something. Here it is. I wanted him to be on the shit cam. Just like, hey, I'm testing out that for the 40th camera you gave me. It goes underwater. Check this out. And okay, so and then of course Eunice and Cipher are arguing over who gets to be the sidekick on the meet the newspaper guy and the kid mission, right? We have to drive that home a little more. Eunice wants to go, but Willie Ames can't afford that special effect anymore. So. No, right? So <laughs> it'll have to be Cipher. <laughs> All right, so meanwhile, in the bad guy layer, the bad guys are also fighting and prideful. Mm-hmm. And they're they're figuring out their evil plan, which it, tell me if I'm wrong here. The evil computer is gonna lesbian scissor with Eunice because <laughs> not gonna lie, I'm into that. I'm, <laughs> I'm into it. Well, I they have lots of uh romantic candles in their evil sewer lair, more than I would have guessed. Yeah, Maybe one might say they went overboard. Setting up for some Inter-religion computer fucking? I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> thought the kids from the Unmiracle were going to come in and do their Bella and Edward back and forth again. <laughs> Say it. <laughs> Who's the voice in your head? Jesus! <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, oh, and then we, we should mention that, you know, these guys know their comedy. One of the characters falls down in this scene. Hello. Oh, it's so stupid, too. Yeah, so the sidekick for the bad guy pulls his chair out and then he pulls it a little too far. So the bad guy, the Prince of Pride, tries to sit down and he just misses and he falls. And we get the line, smooth move X-Lax at this point. Like, we're just going to hit all the 90s bullshit cliche lines. Like, yeah. Urkel shows up, did I do that? And like... <laughs> Is that your final answer? Show me the money, Houston. We have a problem. Like, and it will get worse. Like, I'm joking now, but later right. that will no, come back. Yep. At least Amazing. one of those actual examples. Yep. Literally yeah. one of those comes back. Yes, that actually happens. But more importantly, we 
we get this pratfall, but we can't see it. They right. don't show us the bucket. Like the important part was that fresh new line about X-Lax. <laughs> they don't show us the fall. Yeah. And then as if it, as if they knew we were all sitting here thinking, well, it couldn't get worse. One of the characters says to another, uh-oh, I feel a music video coming on. Yep. And <laughs> so I have a theory about how this got created. I think the villain actor approached Willie at craft services and he was like, hey, you remember the things I said at the beginning of the movie up until exactly this point? And he was like, yeah. And he was like, what if I dance around and lick pipes to that audio? <laughs> <laughs> And Willie was like, absolutely. Do you want, I don't know, seven minutes of the runtime of this yeah. episode to do that? Sure. See, my theory on this was just this actor smoked crack for the first time and they were and somebody was like, oh, no, get this, get this. We'll blackmail him or something. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, unpopular opinion, perhaps. I loved this music video. <laughs> Did this you? was so, because, I mean, watching this guy try to come up with stuff to do in the hallway that they use as a set is the greatest. Cause he's trying so hard to like, you know, chew the scenery, uh, but it's of nothing. It's just walls. Right. No, yeah. Uh -huh. no scenery. So it's just like grabbing at walls, hoping to come up with something. Nope. Okay, just <laughs> well, uh, he can't swear and he can't do anything sexual and he can't do anything crude. So he's just like, Oh, arms up, <laughs> arms uh, down, arms, knee, knee, knee swing dance. Did I already arms do it? I did it. Here. Up, all right, all right, arms sorry. down. I'm just doing a push up. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and li this literally goes okay. So we should point out there's no song here, right? It's just like Eli said, it's just the audio of all his lines from earlier in the movie being played again while he dances around in a hallway with a slightly diagonal camera angle. Yep. And that goes on <laughs> for three goddamn minutes. Oh, but to be fair, at one point near the end of this, I was like, all right, I take it all back because he goes hard on the dance move from single ladies. Oh, he, he really doesn't. Like uh, uh, all uh, the way, like Beyonce clearly stole that like down punch and strut walk thing. Like there's no way, that's straight from Bible Man episode, whatever the fuck this is that they're not even sure about. Yeah. Oh, amazing. Can we Pure sue wrong, Beyonce on his behalf? I don't think so. <laughs> I know I bring up, can we sue Beyonce a lot, but I mean it. This I time feel does. like there's a way we can sue Beyonce. <laughs> keep, keep, keep pitching them. Oh, and then we should also point out that like at the very end of this infinite music video, they tack on the point of the scene, which is that they're going to sneak sketches into Steven's portfolio to make him think that he got hacked by Tyler. That's the plot of this goddamn show. Anyway, now that the Prince of Pride's dastardly plan is starting to take shape, I suppose we can pause for a quick break. But first, let me give Act 3 the hard sell. Will Bible Man be able to fight off the Prince of Pride's powerful pride ray? Does that waist belt of truth make his ass look big? Where, other than the waist, would one put a belt? Find out the answers to these questions and more when we return for the dilatory conclusion of Bible Man, Episode 4. Furthermore, if I have a fever on even a moderately hot day, they can melt in my hands. Evidence enclosed. No illusions. 
Hey, uh, Noah, what are, what are you doing? Oh, hey, Eli, I've, I've just written a strongly worded letter to every company that has ever wronged me. I mean, a lot of these addresses look like they're private residences. They don't. If the blockbusters close down, Eli, where else am I going to send the manager's letters? But, I mean, all these letters, how are you going to carry all of this to the post office? Well, that's the best part, Eli. With stamps.com, I won't even have to. I can just buy and print real U.S. postage for any letter or any package right from my desk 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Sure, sure. Stamps.com will even send you a digital scale so you can weigh your letters and packages and print the exact amount of postage every time. Wait, why do you need to send packages? No, what's what's in the packages? If, if you don't know now, you won't have to lie later, Eli. That is, that's true. Wow. Gotta say, Noah, I do not think this is a good idea. What are you talking about? Stamps.com is amazing. They're so convenient and easy to use. No, no, I know that. I mean, we use stamps.com to send out all our Patreon rewards and it couldn't be easier. I, I was I was talking about how many of these letters you've signed in blood. Uh, most of that's not my blood. But here's the best thing. Right now, our listeners can use the promo code AWFUL to get a four-week trail of stamps.com that includes postage and a digital scale. Just go to stamps.com and before you do anything else, click on the radio microphone at the top of the homepage and type in AWFUL. That's stamps.com, enter AWFUL. Yep. Stamps.com, enter awful. So how many more of these do you have to write? Uh, June of 1994 through the present. Um, Hey, you mind bringing me some dead flies? I do. I do mind bringing you some dead flies. Hey, guys. What's up? Hey, Heath. Hey. Oh, uh, you going to eat these melty M&Ms? I call them. <laughs> Who called them? I'm just going to scrape them off the table. <laughs> Where do you have a scraper? Pocket? You don't have a pocket <laughs> scraper? What do you do with your pocket? What do you do, how, what do, what do, you do to scrape things? <laughs> Hi, I'm Eli Bosnick. I'm Heath Enright. I'm No Illusions. And we're podcasters here with a very important message for Christian movie makers everywhere. Please, be careful with self-awareness. I mean, sure, it starts out all fun and games, calling things a scene and doing a little meta bit about always losing. But before you know it, you've got booms in the shots and characters breaking the fourth wall. Maybe that doesn't sound so bad, but Christian movie makers, I want you to think about how self-aware you really want to be. I mean, if I made propaganda aimed at scaring children into a religion, I wouldn't want to step back from that picture. You know what I mean? Because before you know it, you're doing coke off a youth group leader's dick and then asking him to pray with you. So please. Well, bad example. But yes, Christian movie makers, please. Take it from a podcaster. Don't get too meta. I wanted to be an actor. I said don't get too meta. Sorry. Sorry. And we're back for more of this shit, and we're going to rejoin the, let's say, action at the newspaper meeting with Bible Man Cypher, the editor, and that little bitch, Stephen. <laughs> now, he's he's there to show him his new sketches. And again, you know, they're, they're, they're kind of unimpressed because, again, these drawings suck. They so suck. It's so sad. This is the best drawer they knew yes. like, they could have gotten an adult artist and been like wow steven you're really talented <laughs> right but instead they were just like all right man the kid draws a good liger let's, let's do it <laughs> <laughs> 
Right, but the newspaper editor is not impressed until they get to those drawings that the Prince of Pride snuck into his portfolio, and they love those ones. Yeah, but Stephen is not having it. He's like, I didn't draw this shit. Did you have that piece of shit draw it for you? Yeah. Yeah, so, and and he's about to charge out, and Bioman's like, hold on, hold on, wait just a second. They look at the next sketch. He's like, okay, now get the fuck out of here. Now yeah. this, this is too much. Also, we need to talk about this. Everyone takes a turn to touch Steven in this scene, and it makes me <laughs> very uncomfortable. Cypher, the newspaper guy, Bible man, yes, uh-huh. The only description of this scene is, Steven is passed around. <laughs> I definitely want to see more kids just, like, beating the shit out of adults who make physical contact when it's not warranted. Like that waitress in Georgia who just beat oh. the shit out of that guy. How great was that? Oh, such Did a you good see ass. that video? Oh, yeah. Oh. She won't guest on the show. <laughs> so Steven storms off all pissed off. And then all the grownups look at each other like, I bet this is why other comics are drawn by adults, huh? It's because of this. I, guys, wasn't there a law about child? The, the word just came into my head. Child labor. Is that a thing? <laughs> you make Don't kids. worry, we're not paying them. It's okay. It's okay. I think I, th I think it's they have to give birth by law, isn't it? <laughs> oh, yeah. I remember that. This is a Christian movie. Also, there's this great moment where Bible Man slowly gets up and he goes, Don't worry, I'll take care of Steven. And I was like, Oh my god. <laughs> what? If we cut to a scene where Steven's like at a locker and they just Bible Man rises up behind him and snaps his neck. <laughs> be the best Bible man as a horror movie <laughs> so and okay so now they're trying to figure out how these sketches mysteriously made their way into Steven's portfolio luckily Cypher thinks to hit the decode button on the picture which turns it into a picture of the bad guy we actually found a cliche worse than zoom and enhance. <laughs> what? <laughs> there's so many levels of confusion about reality. It's breathtaking. They think there's a button to turn a drawing into a drawing of the guy who drew the drawing. <laughs> yes. They think that's something. <laughs> oh, that'd be rough. You got an old Superman comic or Batman comic. You hit it on there. It's just a bunch of Chinese women. Yeah, right. <laughs> and then the Prince of Pride shows up. Now, they're about to have a fight, but before they do, they have to do some incredibly racist faux Chinese over bad lip syncing. Oh, here we go. This what? is fun. I, my notes here are just, guys, did I do some acid? What yeah. happened? <laughs> oh. my, my note here is, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> Be, like, they, they sped up the video, but then they reversed the audio. No, it wasn't that. It's just nonsense. Like, the TV show had a seizure. That's the only way I can describe this. Well, yeah, because right after that, with the uh, transition akin to a fart turning into a shit, they're lightsaber fighting. Yep. Right? They're in the same room and suddenly it's dark and smoky and no one knows what the fuck we're supposed to think just happened. The alarms are going on. They're shouting cliches at each other. Yeah, they're, they're just doing terrible, terrible impressions of more stuff from the 90s. That's yeah. all. It's just like, 
Jim Carrey, Jim Carrey. <laughs> the Matrix is a movie. Matrix, Matrix. It's so <laughs> dumb. And of course, this is Cypher's big chance to prove that he could be a, a great sidekick, right? That's what this has been about the whole time. So he's using his time to do a status update on Facebook or something. <laughs> it's like us doing our jobs. You guys are like, hey, Eli, did you get any of your writing or notes done? And I'm like, no, but I am fighting with this guy on Twitter. <laughs> Let me show you what I said in the 17th comment. <laughs> guys, let me show you. I sent you a screenshot. <laughs> says that you read it on the Facebook thread. Maybe maybe use your spoons for your job of work. That's cool. <laughs> so, yeah, so Cef I guess Cypher's desperately trying to email Eunice to tell her maybe she should be the sidekick, but he's being denied access to emailing her. Anyway, something's wrong with Eunice. Apparently, she's getting fucked by the Jewish lady computer. Computer can <laughs> fight. Right. Yeah. And uh, one little piece of banter we get here. Um, <laughs> Bileman says to uh, the pride, what's his, the Prince of Pride? Is that what he called? Yeah. Yep. Uh -huh. Yeah. So he says to the Prince of Pride, you've just been voted villain least likely to succeed. Now, they Zing. need to have that. At, they need to have that at high schools. Like that would be <laughs> like, that should be a senior superlative. Like you're no, terrible, but also- so stupid that it's not really dangerous. Like, no, you're gross. <laughs> you're gross, but also benign. So I just like... I don't think don't, that should have been handed out at high schools. I I feel very attacked <laughs> by his suggestion. <laughs> the Don't Voter Have Kids Award. Like, that would be good. <laughs> I'm back in. All right, so... <laughs> all right, so Cypher rushes off to help Eunice, apparently. And I'm sorry... Did I imagine this or when Eunice and the evil or computer are fighting, does Eunice go, I've got Intel inside? Yep, she does. I, is that a real sponsorship? Oh. Did they have a <laughs> dude, you're getting a Dell. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> I missed that. That's pretty clever. Yeah, pretty well, good. it's a 90s thing. So, of course, it's in that here. It is from... And that decade of things. Yep. So, so they have these two computers having a computer fight, which apparently involves Lucy, the evil computer, trying to make Eunice think that Bible Man got a hand job from Sally after lacrosse practice or something, right? <laughs> right? And and again, what do they think is happening? It's computers <laughs> fighting. Like they might as well be breakdance fighting. It's just complete nonsense at this point. Two computers just rolling around from side to side. Oh, yeah. What you got? You got served. Yeah, and by the way, something about this hack fight that they're having causes an enormous number of explosions. Yeah, there's a um, there's a lightning storm happening. Yes, right. Because of this. And they're just yelling at each other. Yeah, the computers again. These are two computers that are fighting in a lightning storm. <laughs> yes. And the computers show. are What's fighting. Happening? And we cut back to Bible Man and uh, the Prince of Pride either fighting or doing comedy hijinks now. Oh, okay. So here's the moment where it all falls apart. I know you thought <laughs> it was already apart, but this is actually the moment here. So they're cutting back and forth between Cypher trying to fix Eunice and Bible Man and the bad guy fighting. But at a certain point, they realize that these two grown men who don't know how to sword fight, sword fighting can't keep going. So we cut back and they're like playing Go Fish and Rochambeau. And you can see the cameraman scratching his dick. 
Oh, yeah. I wanted I wanted that to continue so badly and like cuts back to the computers, cuts back to them. And he's just like, got an audition for an industrial. Ooh, <laughs> <laughs> what kind of money's in that? Well, it's my brother's company, so none. But he said that I could come in and audition. <laughs> he said at Thanksgiving last year, he said he'd consider it. <laughs> also, by the way, uh, I don't think I've ever been more angry in a movie, honestly. They they play rock, paper, scissors, and they shoot on fucking scissors instead right, of on yeah, shoot. What? <laughs> Fuck you. I was furious. Are you serious? <laughs> to stop it, I had a drink. I stepped away. I had a little meditation. <laughs> So, and then finally, Cypher, though, figures out how to fix the computer. He says to Eunice, he says, Eunice, remove all data, not obedient to Christ. Oh, <laughs> oh shit. That's all of it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the screen just goes blank for the rest of the episode. Yeah, right. <laughs> The room you're in goes blank. You yes. don't know what's happening. <laughs> oh, could he not read? Oh, he couldn't read. Dumb. But just the idea of like non-obedient data makes me very happy. Like I love, I love, I love that Christians think of data as potentially like uppity. You yeah. Know? <laughs> That's amazing. Fake ones and twos. <laughs> ones and zeros, Eli. But they, I get what you were going for. Cypher just whipping the number pi. Your name is three. Your name is three. This is racially insensitive, but I'm getting paid. It's also biblically it's a, there's a apparent. Root there's a root joke about the, root, the admin something. I don't know. It's in there. <laughs> All right. So now I guess, I guess that the Prince of Pride won this fight or something. Anyway, they wander off because that scene's over. And then the good guys all regroup at Bible Man HQ to see if they can figure out what the fuck that last scene was about. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. And this is where we see he takes off the Bible Man because now he has a Bible Man mask that he can take off. And seeing they do like a close-up oh where they're yes. trying to... Seeing Willie Ames's sad old face is just a huge <laughs> bummer. Like, I actually had a moment here where I was just like, oh, no. It's like when I take off my glasses and people are just like, oh, man, what happened? I'm just like, ah, my dad died and it's just, I'm tired. Don't. <laughs> I cover him up. I'm going to start wearing sunglasses in a little bit, but I'm sorry. <laughs> I also love because he... So Bible Man stumbles in and he's crushed, right? <laughs> he says, that pride guy is right. After Sunday, the comic's finished and then I'll never be able to show my face anywhere. And I'm like, Willie, you already can't, bro. I, <laughs> I don't know who told you you could. Did you not hear Eli just now? <laughs> no, I'm not going to get into Tao when I went like, <laughs> No, what? <laughs> Yeah, but but now Eunice does another retinal scan and she notices different science words than before. Uh, an egoplasmic distortionary oh, electrofield, Noah, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's what they went with. That's not even, it was worse than that, though. Egoplasmic was there, but distortionary and electrofield are almost real words. It was even worse. I believe it was heat radonic seismoray. I think you're right. Ego stimulating heat radonic seismoray. Oh, for yeah. fuck's sake. An egoplasmic ego stimulating heat radonic seismoray. Yeah. 
And the cure for this, by the way, is Isaiah 2511, 2411, something like that. Yeah. <laughs> and, which is such a weird part because it's just like the, you think you're so fucking fancy, but y'all don't know fucking shit. I wanted to it's leave so the bar and I ain't paying my fucking check <laughs> going to a different TGI Fridays with my boyfriend. This one has rats and you know I'm calling the health department on y'all. <laughs> Again, they just have to quote a Bible verse, but they got like all angry halfway through it. They got it wrong. It was like the Lord will bring down their pride. And all their clever, sciencey bullshit. Sorry, sorry. I, just, I hate science so much. I just hate true things. So well, much of also, my show is about hating true things. Yes, right. <laughs> and also, like, what they do get right of this Bible verse is very clearly like God making a death threat. Right? Oh, it's absolutely. The, the actual translation of this Bible verse is quit that shit before I kill you. Yep. Right. So, which irrelevant, I know, but in the story doesn't work out well, right? It is it's not yeah. the story where God wins. He's like, you think you got your fucking chariots of iron? Fuck, they got away. God damn. <laughs> they are faster than me, omnipotent controller of the universe. Because <laughs> of the iron. All right. So Bible man's got a convoluted plan. Now, We'll get to how bad his plan is, but Bible Man's got a convoluted plan that starts with him going to ask Stephen to forgive him for not saying God words for a whole scene earlier. Oh, this scene opens with, you want me to forgive you for what? And I wanted him to be like, you know, the weird touching <laughs> where I just sort of really manhandled you and like put both hands on your shoulders. And that is that is something to do with permission. <laughs> Anyways, um, let's use Tyler's cartoons. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, Stephen isn't isn't mad anymore. He's the I guess Pride Ray is wearing off. So Bible Man enlists Stephen to help him capture the villain, but Stephen's not sure if God even likes him anymore. Right, but Stephen does agree to like say nice things to Tyler about yeah. like, hey, uh -huh. good, like good job on that awesome villain you drew but then Bible man's like well actually the bad guy drew that so fuck tyler yeah like, oh, okay yeah i mean all right fuck yeah i mean fuck yeah. fuck tyler he, he he looks like me but slightly more attractive i don't like him that's fine <laughs> yeah but yeah right but they do decide that to finish the comic strip in time steven's gonna need tyler's help babe so then okay then bible man shows up at the villain's lair now, I feel like if you knew where the bad guy was, your plan didn't have to be more complex than go there, right? I mean, you could Google map your way into a plan there. It's the best. He's like, what are you doing here? And he's like, I need the show to finish here. I don't know if you saw the cut. <laughs> We got a hard limit at 42 minutes. Oh. They told us we couldn't use the Eagle Manor anymore because it's a, it's a school library. <laughs> <laughs> it's a Monday. Also, by the way, the bad guy has a camera in this 11-year-old boy's bedroom now. Yeah. Also, yeah. What the fuck? Judgy. Like nobody on the production team was like, "Hey man, maybe like not my first masturbation cam. Like maybe the other <laughs> ones just not that one." Oh, I feel like that'd be great. 
And of course, they have to continue to have the Bible quote trivia during the fight where I, yep. I just had to write down this little exchange where he goes, the answer is God. And the bad guy goes, I never was too good at trivia. And Bible man says, there's nothing trivial about Jesus. It's the <laughs> best. Fun fact about Jesus, he was called Abba. No, nothing trivial. Lee Strobel, <laughs> the case for Christ. Like, what? <laughs> also, we get the uh, 90s banter comeback. They actually say, is that your final answer? Yep, Regis, they do. Some, some, the fucking Regis Philbin wants, it's amazing. They actually use that. Like, it is the year 1999. Sure is. 90s. <laughs> 90s. They just both 90s. start pointing at a calendar. Grace, Grace, Grace. One of the quotes they use is the thing where God's like, I'm the best God of all the gods. And it's like, hey, you know what? Maybe don't brag about how often your God acknowledges the other gods. I I know that's a relatively new trick, but uh, your God talks about other gods jealously all the time. (laughs) (laughs) And then he calls the villain boy. Which was um, uncomfortable. Okay, that happened? Yeah. Okay, okay. I thought maybe I blacked out and I came back in. Something different was happening. (laughs) Did he use the phrase, ain't you been a listening boy? Did he he say that? He sure does. He did. I'm going to bust up this here Schiffero for you, (laughs) Miss Mayella. Really? No. Cypher said I could talk like a black guy for To Kill a Mockingbird. No, no. That needs to stop right away. Well, it does, luckily, because this is the point where Bible Man electrocutes the bad guy. He dies exactly. This move, this episode has the exact same ending as Lethal Weapon 5 on It's Always Sunny. And the, <laughs> the bad guy burns off all of his skin through the electrocution, leaving nothing but a skeleton and a pile of bubbly green ooze that is instantly covered in flies. That was surprisingly graphic for this children's Wasn't show. Wasn't it, though? <laughs> and, and then, let me just, let's just be clear, mm-hmm. uh, Bible Man has a nervous breakdown because he's like, pride <laughs> and destruction goddamn mind. go together like toenails and cheese. Are those... Are those bad? Are are we saying those are bad together or good together? I don't know. Liver I'm, and onions, toenails and cheese. Like, I'm not sure where I fall on this either. Like, trend he he's just, got going. It, they it, literally it, shut off the camera because yes. Billy Ames is losing his mind. Right. He tries to funny <laughs> and eventually the cameraman feels so sorry for him that he just turns it off and tells him he's still filming. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> That is Get in there of it, Willie. Gold. Keep going, man. I'm going to go grab something from Kraft, but the camera is on. <laughs> <laughs> Willie's very free-spirited. We're very fond of him. <laughs> He's a character. And then, all right, so now we head back to Bible Man HQ for a quick wrap-up. Um, they all seem to think that the comic strip is pretty cool, including the newspaper guy who they who sends a transmission saying that Everybody loves it. And their phones have been ringing off the hook with people talking about how awesome he looks in that new comic book. And that uh, Willie Ames really is a big celebrity, if you yeah. think about it. The phone lines are jammed. People love it. Also, we're being sued by the FFRF. But don't worry about that. Other people really like this. <laughs> <laughs> and then everybody chuckles like the end of a Scooby-Doo cartoon. And then we literally get a, hi, kids, from Bible Man. 
Yep. And he says, hey, kids, it's okay to be proud. Just don't have pr- pride. Wait. Yes. <laughs> Shit. Uh, words, words are difficult. I have trouble with Pride words. makes very little sense. So you should ask Jesus to be your Lord and Savior. You know, it, yeah. just in case, Elberries. <laughs> that Tells was my summary of it. about salvation. Yes. <laughs> yep. Moral of the story, God has all the humility. Yes. Just look... Look at God's enormous throbbing humility. Look at it. <laughs> All right. So the obvious problem with this episode, and I can't believe it hasn't come up until now, was the conspicuous lack of Fat Ryan. Amen. Yes. And I, missed. for one, was waiting for him the whole fucking time. If he had popped out at the very end and said, that's right, Bible man, this whole fucking endeavor would have been worth it. So... To close things out, I want to ask you for your theories. Why was Fat Ryan unable to be in this episode? Um, he was working as Spider-Man <laughs> at a Toys R Us in Times Square. <laughs> but but then uh, he got gout and maybe diabetes. Some kind of... <laughs> some kind of foot-dying disease of some sort. He couldn't dance anymore. What... What year was this episode? 99. Okay, so he didn't die in 9-11. <laughs> and neither did anyone else. There, I said it. I fucking said it. <laughs> All right, hey, look what happened to Alex Jones. We can't afford that, man. And, well, that's going to do it for our review of Bible Man episode four. That's not going to do it for the episode just yet because we still need to taunt your titties for next week. So tell us, Eli, what's on deck? voiceless oh my fucking god really there aren't enough sympathetic biopics about a guy who ran into a planned parenthood and took hostages (laughs) yes oh i haven't watched it yet i don't know how much of this story is gonna be accurate he took he took fetus hostages (laughs) yeah well among the hostages he took were fetal hostages yeah i'm gonna murder a fetus every five minutes (laughs) until you until you stop stop murdering murdering fetuses (laughs) (laughs) all right so with exactly that to look forward to we're gonna bring episode 155 to a merciful close once again a huge thanks to all the patreon donors that help make the show go if you'd like to count yourself among their ranks you can make a per episode donation at patreon.com slash god awful and thereby earn early access to an ad-free version of every episode you can also help us by leaving this five-star review on iTunes and by sharing the show on all your various social media platforms. And if you enjoyed this show, be sure to check out our sibling shows, The Scathing A, The Citation Needed, and The Skeptocrat, available on iTunes, Stitcher, and wherever else podcasts live. If you have questions, comments, or cinematic suggestions, you can email godawfulmovies at gmail.com. Legal services for this podcast are provided by the law offices of P. Andrew Torres. Tim Robertson takes care of our social media. Our theme song was written and performed by Ryan Slotnick of Evil Drafts on Mars. All other music was written and performed by our audio engineer, Morgan Clark, and was used with permission. Thanks again for giving us a check of your life this week. For Heath Enright and Eli Bosnick, I'm No Illusions. Promise to work hard to earn another chunk next week. Until then, We'll leave you with a Breakfast Club close. Lucy, the Jewish computer, got a job at Kenner Fitzgerald in the World Trade Center, but suspiciously called in sick <laughs> on 9-11. Suspect. The cutscenes of Bible Man and Prince of Pride playing Soggy Waffle are available on DVD. <laughs> Eunice was sold for parts and ended up as Eli Bosnick's laptop. She later committed suicide. What the fuck, man? Gotta be so dumb. She had to purge everything that wasn't Jesus. And (laughs) if you knew my internet history, you'd kill yourself too.
So one of the books of yours that I have, Heath, is Atlas Shrugged. Oh, you can hold on to that. My 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 brother in law helps me move this couch up here the other day, and we're sitting on the couch having a cold drink after we got done moving it because it was a big pain in the ass. He's looking over the shelves, and he's like, "You know, you didn't strike me as an Iron Rand fan." <laughs> I'm like, I really? don't. you didn't strike me as somebody who would know the name Ayn Rand. Yeah, or I could read agree. it from here. Yeah, exactly, exactly. That's a Sound book, it out. Buddy, yeah. it is a book, you're right. <laughs> yeah. It's one is that, that you really like, even though you book? haven't read it. It's like the Bible. <laughs> what's that book about? Go on, go on, what's that yeah, book about? Yeah, tell, tell me all about it. Tell me all about it. Tell tell, me. Name four Atlas, characters in all that right, book. So Atlas <laughs> held up the world, and then he, he shrugged. Too slow. Okay. Well, <laughs> some of us may have realized that that was that metaphor live on the air on our show. So that, I don't know if we just throw that out as an example. Atlas shrugged off his responsibilities, I guess you could say, would be a pun I just made. <laughs> guess what I just thought up. Oh. <laughs> When All Anna right. heard that, she goes, what did you think it was before? <laughs> like, uh, like, Alice is like, Atlas. fuck if I know. <laughs> Atlas was like, uh, yes. uh, I'm Atlas. <laughs> All right, here we go. By the way, I keep saying episode four because the name, the, the incredible forces, that cannot possibly have, that has nothing to do with the show, I, right? Yeah, that's, that's Pure, Flix, Pure Flix actually has it wrong. That's not episode <laughs> okay. four of season one. It's season two, episode two, according to my extensive research. Oh, right on, <laughs> right on. So yeah, no, that may, it made no fucking sense. And it's if we wrote into to... Pure Flix, they would correct it for us. We yeah. would be so that's why we were all lost in the plot, <laughs> Yeah, exactly why we couldn't follow the plot. <laughs> you know, I wasn't sure about the non-computer voice choice there, but it worked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I just, I, I, I don't mean to give notes here, but Heath, you weren't making any computer fucking noises there. You were just saying no over again, making, him making me into a rapist there. I, that was a little, I know we're an you've never fucked a computer with me before, so... <laughs> Maybe if you'd fucked a computer with me, you would know what that sounds like. You fucked yes. the right computer. You fucked my computer. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Doodly do two. <laughs> the turnaround. I wasn't ready. I wasn't ready for such a quick yes. <laughs> Eli, have I ever said no when you asked me to dance for you? That's true. That's true. Well, I put a backer bucket on your head. And you didn't dance. <laughs> I'm not advising it. I'm not advising it. It's a bad idea. Nobody do that. Just saying. Eli Bosnick, the legend continues. I Give love the way Eli thinks this is going to make it to the air. <laughs> Got to keep you on your toes. The preceding podcast was a production of Puzzle and a Thunderstorm, LLC. Copyright 2018. All rights reserved.